We're back. Pick and Pod is here after a wonderful July 4th weekend. I'm Christian Goey, joined by Reed Horner and Manny Adeye. We also have a very special guest joining us, Kenny Ducey from SI.com. We'll get to him shortly. First off, fellas, how, how was your, re- your weekend? Unexpected, as I think a lot of <laughs> NBA fans were. But, you know, it's pretty good. Fourth of July is always a great holiday to celebrate. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I definitely enjoyed my 4th of July. I go home every every year. I was, you know, the grill master this year, so it was it was a whole lot of work, but it was a lot of fun, definitely. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure you guys caught fireworks. If you didn't, in the basketball world, we had our own fireworks. Kevin Durant leaving Oklahoma City and going to, to the Warriors on a two-year $54.3 million deal, has an opt-out after the first year. I'd like to introduce Kenny Ducey now, uh, SI.com writer, Fordham and WFUV grad he's the godfather of this podcast uh pick and pod was started by kenny he started all the podcasts here so we can only thank him for that kenny how you doing today i'm doing well and i gotta say manny as a fellow grill master i respect that move <laughs> nice big grill, big grill guy yeah there we I've, go i've never grilled <laughs> kenny <laughs> i guess we'll just get right into this kenny could you have imagined that Kevin Durant was leaving Oklahoma City? I mean, we we all knew the rumors, but did you actually see this actually happening? Well, you said the word imagine, and like I think about the fact that there, there were some people who dreamed that this would happen, right? Like some people during the year were were saying, "Oh wow, what if Kevin Durant went to the Warriors?" Or you know, what if they made this super team? What if they replaced Harrison Barnes with you know one of the best players in the league, maybe the second best player? And I wasn't really even giving it much thought. Like, I wasn't even, you know, like, giving cadence to that. I was just, you know, there was, like, no way Kevin Durant was leaving Oklahoma City. He was coming back. He was going to sign maybe a one-year deal with an opt-out clause. Maybe he was going to leave next year. But it didn't really seem like this was coming to an end this summer. And it definitely didn't seem like he was joining the Warriors. I mean, it just seemed like the most outrageous thing in the world. And I wasn't ready for it. I don't think many people were, but... There were there there were some that you know kind of wondered or dreamed of this happening. I I wasn't one of them. I didn't really think uh, you know that this was possible. And it was I mean it took the whole basketball world by storm. It shocked everybody yesterday. Uh, I remember I did a double take because obviously you know it happened on the players to be in. So I get up uh, <laughs> into the office yesterday. I worked on the holiday of course, and I I saw that he made the decision. And then my friend told me it was the Warriors, and I thought he was messing with me. Uh, so no, I, I think this was uh, shocking. I I hear you, man. I thought I thought like I was just seeing fake accounts on Twitter when I first saw the news. I couldn't believe it. Is this the best roster ever assembled? <laughs> you know, I, I don't I don't know because. You look at the the rest of the roster, right? Like, uh, you want to say best starting five? Maybe it's uh, in that conversation, but not about the best roster. I mean, they got Iguodala and Livingston off the bench, and look, I, I like Sean Livingston. He's a good player. Uh, not on, not as high on him as, as most, just in terms. of, I mean, he, he's a solid guy. He'll pass the ball. He's solid backup point guard, but like, he's not your seventh best player, and that's really what he is on this team. Uh, I will say the Zaza signing was incredible. I thought he was Great one of the top signing. 15 guys out there. And they got him for uh, really cheap. So that was a, a steal. And uh, well, but when we're talking about the roster, that, that's one of the interesting things. They're going to have to basically do uh, what the Miami Heat did when they assembled LeBron, Wash, uh, LeBron Wade, and Boss, excuse me, and just kind of signed a bunch of minimum veterans like Jermaine O'Neal's talking about coming back. They might try to get Ray Allen back. Uh, wow. Who knows what's going to happen with this team? I mean, they've been talking about a Ray Allen return for years. They've been trying to get him. Yeah, um, no way. I can't. I can't imagine he's coming back. But if there's anywhere uh, he would go, it would probably be Golden State. 
Right. No, absolutely. But I mean, that, that's just a guy that I think they've they've been courting for a couple of years. But I, I just I'm not sure what this team's going to look like. It's going to be, you know, one of the things that that you forget. It, it's going to be a different team than it was last year. The Golden State Warriors, their success last year was driven by strength in numbers. It was driven by, you know, you can basically, I mean, before Steph Curry really, um, you know, blew up last year, I guess two years ago now, uh, and won his first MVP, this was a team that was like, you know, it was in a, there was no one guy on the Warriors. It was just there were a bunch of really good, solid players and, uh, you know, even at the end of, of last year in their championship run, Steph was their best player. But, you know, you could argue that some nights Raymond Green was their best player and Clay Thompson. Like, it was just there were a lot of uh, players that made that team work. It was a deep right. team last yeah. year, even more so when Steph got hurt. We saw they were so good. Uh, and then, you know, now Azili's gone, Bogut's gone. Barnes is gone, and I, again, they're replacing Durant or they're replacing Barnes with Durant. But you know that's not really a big loss. But I did like Barnes. I thought he was a little, uh, you know, unfairly criticized in the playoffs. But same it's here. not the same team. They're not as deep as they were last year. They're going to have a bunch of uh, older guys, and God forbid some of them get hurt. Uh, you know, they have to get some V leaguers to minimum deals. I'm not sure what's going to happen, but you know, I, I'm just, I'm really, uh, it's going to be a, something that's developing and something to watch this year. Is like what their bench looks like because they really have no one outside of those uh, outside of Iggy and Livingston on the bench right now. Yeah, uh, I definitely agree with you. You know, I I think for me though, I, the uh, the KD signing was a surprise solely because you know the media was big on saying uh, a lot of people said that he was ninety percent there was a ninety percent chance yeah. he was sure to sign back with the Thunder, and. I was like, okay, cool. You know, that's that's how I feel. That's the decision I think he should have done. And uh, he just comes out and signs with the Warriors. And I think the problem that everyone else is having is that this is a team that went 73-9. and nine. <laughs> Like, how much more help do they actually really need? They were they were one win away from the, uh, for going back-to-back. And just to sign the superstar that KD is, that was, like, really big for everyone to take in. Yeah, well, you, you you talk about it being a dream scenario where it's also the same end, a nightmare for the rest of the NBA. Kevin Durant signing to the Warriors, and I actually wrote a whole opinion piece for the website on this, uh, Was is really good for the NBA, but I honestly think it really hurts his legacy. Mm. Um, I think the Warriors, like you said, they're 73-9. and nine. I don't know how much better they can get. But Kevin Durant, as a player, I no matter how many championships he wins now with them, I can never look at him as the guy. You know what I mean? I can never put him in the same class as a Michael Jordan, as a LeBron James, as a Kobe, right? Yeah. Because and now I want to say this: he has every right to go wherever he wants, and I'm not upset at him for going to the Warriors. In fact, as an NBA fan, he just made next season so exciting for yeah. all of us. Yeah, so I should be thanking definitely. him. But if I'm looking at his legacy. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little disappointed in him as a basketball player. I kind of think you you join a team that you were up 3-1 against in the conference finals. And it's not like LeBron's situation. I don't like people necessarily comparing it to that. Um, Kevin Durant, like I said, is now joining a team that he technically wasn't good enough to beat. So on that end, I kind of wish he would have stayed with Oklahoma City like I thought. But regardless, he is now a warrior. And he is now going to be part of, like you guys said, potentially one of the greatest teams to ever play in the NBA. Yeah, but I'm gonna I'm gonna spin this if I can get in here for a sec because I, I want to address that. I think it hurts Steph Curry's legacy more than it hurts Kevin Durant's legacy because I mm. think KD gets a ring, maybe two rings, depending on how long he stays there, 
And I think he would have never gotten a ring without the Warriors. So I think that that helps him. Like, as, as much as people will think, okay, he joined a super team, whatever. But Curry's won gonna... without Durant, and Durant, if he wins, will never have won without Curry. You could say that. Well, yeah, but I, I don't. Steph Curry, you know, he's not going to be scoring the same amount as he did last year. Steph Curry's no longer the guy. No, well. Kevin Durant could be the guy. And now you're taking that chance away from Steph Curry. Steph Curry might not win MVP next year because they're going to split shots. Like, those two are no longer in a conversation, in my opinion, for best player in the NBA. I think it's LeBron James and the fact that those two play together, they're going to limit each other. Just the same way Harden comes out and he almost won MVP by himself. I think Russell Westbrook can contend for an MVP this year by himself because he's the guy. There's no... I mean, that's what made it even more impressive, right, that Steph Curry won MVP because they had to share the ball so much, and that was such an unselfish team that he was able to score the way he did, to shoot the way he did. Now you add a completely different element with Kevin Durant, who needs the ball. Steph's not going to put up as many shots. He's fine with that. I think he's, you know, he doesn't care. But in my opinion, that affects his legacy because I don't think he's anymore going to be the guy who, who led this team and put him on his back and, you know, mind you, he didn't really do that in the finals anyway. Like, he had that chance. He could have Steph could have stepped up in the finals and said, hey, guys, this is my team. I'm going to put you on my back. We're going to, you know, close out this series, beat LeBron. He didn't do that. He didn't really look like an MVP in the finals. And uh, that, so that even convinces me more that, you know, he's, his legacy could get hurt by this. And I think that him splitting reps with Durant or splitting shots uh, – could end up hurting his legacy. That, I mean, if anyone's legacy is even impacted here, it's I think a, it could be sick. It's a little bit bittersweet for LeBron because. On one hand, he, it's very bitter. the MV, the MVP <laughs> is there for him to take. Oh yeah, definitely. And <laughs> and on the other hand, it's going to be so much harder for him to win another one for Cleveland now with their big four there in Golden State. But as for Golden State. I think these guys, if there's any team that can make it work, it's these guys, Curry and Durant and Draymond and Clay. They want to be a team. They don't really care. I mean, I could be wrong about this. They don't really seem to care about individual legacies. You know, Jerry West, um, as far as numbers go, Jerry West, we've all heard, made the phone call to Durant and sold him on, look, this is a no-stars team. I, I went to eight finals. I lost seven of them. And you don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be the guy who... It takes your whole career to win a championship. It may may even come up short with the superstars in today's league. And and that really sold Durant. And and Curry, I I really get the feeling if there's anybody, if there's any Batman out there that's willing to take a backseat, it's Steph Curry. So I think it's actually a perfect scenario for both both sides. Well, to Kenny's point, I, I completely agree. And I even believe there's reports that Steph texted Kevin Durant after their pitch and was just kind of like basically... You do you. Come here. I don't care about MVP awards. If you go and win it here, I'll be in front row clapping for you because the reality is, you're right, there's only so much basketball to be shared. And that being said, I think if there is a team to find shots for everyone, it is Golden State. But you're completely right. Kevin Durant's numbers are going to go down. Steph Curry's numbers are going to go down. Now, the efficiency... Right. That's going to be the question. How efficient can they be? That's what another right? point Wes made, apparently. But... That being said, uh, they're going to need to find to fill out the rest of the roster because Golden State no longer is this really good deep team. They're just a really good team with a starting five. Yeah, I guess, you know, you guys are definitely correct. I agree with you. And you got to kind of compare and look back to the Miami Heat when LeBron went there. You know, it wasn't a team like, okay, now 
a Wade is the number one superstar. No, it's like LeBron and Wade, they're going to have to share. They're going to have to take turns and do what they have to do. And I think that speaks it speaks big on Stephen Curry's image. Because, you know, these last two years have been big for him. He's like the now the new face of the NBA. Right. But he doesn't care about all that with this move. You know, it shows that he's all about winning, one. And two, is all about winning championships, which but, a lot of people should be about. Why is he not being attacked like LeBron did? I don't understand this. Because Listen. to me... I think this is way worse of a I don't not know, at people, all than than Completely LeBron insane. going to Miami. I'm, I'm telling you, you guys know I'm a very biased. Le- LeBron, LeBron fan. went to a Miami team in which he was already the best player. He left a Cleveland team that they could not put good players around him, and he went to a Miami team to win championships. Kevin Durant has been it's to the finals a, with OKC. It's not about and Kenny can jump in. It's it's not about what LeBron did for me. It's just about the way he went about it. I don't blame him for going for going to South Beach, joining his no. buddies and leaving Cleveland no, for a no, couple no. seasons. I blame him for the decision, for that stupid party that they had, not one, not two, not three, not four, not, not five, not six. It's not about, what about the— Kevin Durant and the Players' Tribune saying, oh, I went, to that? I, went pl- pl- I went to play. I went to gr- grow as a player, as if he didn't mention one thing over the, He's not going to grow as a player. How is, that, how is that a hateable way of going about Because, honestly, it looks like the guy, if you can't beat him, join him. And I feel like everyone, no, but I'm saying, everyone got mad at LeBron for saying, oh, you can't win, you went down to Miami right. to buy rings. Kevin Durant's going to Golden State, a team that's— Seventy-three and right. nine. But I'm arguing what what he did is not the problem. I'm saying how he went about it. Kevin Durant did not go about it poorly. He met with teams and he announced it on the Players Tribune very, very politely, very all, professional. All this, all this hate cannot be for for LeBron. Cannot be for it a decision. Be sure it is. It can't be a from one of those TV show in which he raised millions of dollars for the boys and oh, girls. Come club? on, that's no. how they. That's how his PR team spins it. No, 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 no. I just feel like, and we've we've had this conversation so many times. I feel like the media, for some reason, has always hated LeBron. Since he's been, I don't hate LeBron. Since he's been, I'm just saying the king it's not the same scenario. Time. It's not the same. I just feel like Kevin, Kevin Durant. You know, he, I don't know if it's respect, but like everybody's just too happy go lucky with him. You know, it's like okay, we've been talking about Kevin Durant leaving OKC for the last two years. And it's like yeah, sure, he's he's encouraged to leave OKC, but when it's LeBron yeah. chance to leave Cleveland, it's like no, like don't leave. You'll be a villain. This and that. He goes and then it's a problem. He yeah. went to the Heat. Kevin Durant Kenny, always what talks do you think about, about all this about, about a competition, and now this is not going to be a competition for him. Oh no. Kenny, you there? I'm still, I'm still here. Yeah, I'm making your ears bleed. Said. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think, I, I think I'll say this. Like, I think this is worse than the LeBron thing, right? Like, I, I think you. in terms of just on paper, uh, no. you know, you can make <laughs> false. That LeBron was, I mean, was they're both starving for rings, but uh, you know, Le- LeBron had a connection there in Miami to Dwayne Wade and. Uh, I, but I, I also will say that, like, I'm not calling this guy soft or weak. Like, there are a lot of people who call him, you know, uh, yeah, like those words, soft and weak. And I think you can't blame the guy for wanting to get a championship. This is the era we live in, like it or hate it. Like, that's how players are judged these days is how many championships have you won. And I'll yeah. tell you, if LeBron stays in Cleveland – for all these years and doesn't go to the heat and doesn't win those two rings his legacy looks a lot different than it does now his guys won three championships he just won one cleveland whereas he doesn't go to miami he doesn't win those two championships he waits all these years to win one ring uh this guy looks a lot different and that's i mean and again like you hope you would hope that that's not the case you would hope that you know we judge these players fairly but that that's just not how we judge them so i think I think, you know, 10 years from now, we go back and look at Kevin Durant. If he has two championships because he joined the Warriors, I don't think anyone really blames him. I think that people who have it out for LeBron 
uh, have still have not forgotten what happened when he when he spurned most likely <laughs> their favorite team, but you know just spurned a few teams. Once uh, the Heat spurned the uh, the Cavaliers, people don't forget that. Right, and uh, that's that's why I think there's a lot of anger towards him. But I, I'm not here for like ripping Kevin Durant for doing this. Right, I don't yeah. Think it's, like I, I don't like it. You know, I don't think it's really cool. I think uh, you guys mentioned something about it being good for the NBA. I think it could be good. Um, you know, just I think it's great for the league. They're going to attract get, casual they're fans. Get a lot more attention. Like people will watch those games on Thursday nights on TNT. They'll get viewers. But there's like last year there were five good NBA teams. This year they're probably going to be like three. And uh, yeah. you know, and then. Maybe you want to watch the Knicks because they're really entertaining <laughs> but really bad. Like that, but, I mean, but that's the thing. Like there's just not a lot of interesting basketball anymore because we all know that it's going to be the Warriors and the Cavaliers and the Spurs uh, who are in it at the end. Well, l- l- let me ask you this: Is it a shoe in that Golden State wins the championship next year? Absolutely not. I don't think. Well, we saw it happen with, and again, you know, this is all skewed because of what happened this postseason with Kevin Love. But we saw when they assembled that big three with Kyrie and LeBron and Kevin Love. It took them like a year to figure it out. This, same thing with the big three in Miami. It took them a year to kind of sort out, you know, build some chemistry. There were there were arguments a few months ago that if the Warriors were to bring in Kevin Durant, it would ruin the team's chemistry. And there were other, you know, there were people opposing that to say that's absolutely that's preposterous. Kevin Durant's incredible. He's one of the top five players in the league. How could you say this would ruin chemistry and ruin the team? I'm not saying that's ruining the team, but I will say that they had, this team had an unbreakable amount of chemistry, or seemingly unbreakable. They they did lose in the finals, but they played so well together. Yeah, these guys were really tight. They were really good friends. You take out a leader like Bogut, a guy who's been there for four years in Harrison Barnes, you replace a big name, uh, you know, plus you got the struggle of who's going to take the, you know, the, the big shots between Kevin Durant and Steph Curry. They're going to have to split shots. Uh, you know, is, is Kevin Durant going to be okay with just kind of sitting in the corner and shooting shots uh, in that offense? I think he will be. But they got a lot of stuff to figure out, and uh, we're going to see a lot of what Steve Kerr's made of this year too. Because I don't know if we've seen Steve Kerr have to do a you know huge coaching job with this team. Uh, he also just got out coached uh, in the finals by Tyron Lue, who's the first year head coach. We're going to see what Steve Kerr's made of, and I'm not so certain that this team's going to run away and win more games than they did last year, just because they got they have to build chemistry from the ground up now and uh i think because because one of the best players if not their best player is brand new in town so i think next year sure but this year i still think it's up for grabs not saying the Cavs win but uh you know the spurs are a team that could that could come out of and win it because i that was a team that i thought would have won it last year uh the spurs the cavaliers i think are firmly in it the clippers were even a dark horse i i pick the clippers every year to win the finals because i think that's the year <laughs> maybe the, maybe this is the final of the clippers year maybe it's the last year of lob city and they win well they were going for durant too right they were but you know i'm i'm saying well they're right they wanted that big four they got a little more wing help uh which i really like that core is still there blake griffin missed a lot of time last year and a lot of people uh, are sleeping on him now. I still think he's, you know, one healthy. I think he could be a top five player in the NBA. Uh, this could be a big year for him. I think this could be a big year for the Clippers. Like I, I I'm not ready to give this title to the Warriors. I still think they're going to be there in the Western Conference Finals, but it could be an interesting Western Conference Finals. Yeah, okay, I have to agree with you there because uh, if you if you think about it, you know, in 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 the moves they they did to get Kevin Durant, they lost a lot of their bigs. 
And we've seen that be a problem for them in the finals against the Cleveland this year. So I'm not really sure about them making and winning the finals, but definitely we're going to see a great team. You know, we're not going to see 73 wins, but we're going to see a great team. I mean, they're going to have to adapt, but no one's blaming them for getting Kevin Durant. I do that in a heartbeat. But I and to be fair to Kevin Durant, now this is all just rumors, but there has been talk. That, uh, personally, I thought he was going to resign with OKC, and then maybe if he's going to make this movie, does it next year, right? One more year with Russell Westbrook try to win for the uh, Thunder, but he didn't. And this is why some people believe that Russell Westbrook already told him that next year Westbrook will be out of there, and so maybe Kevin Durant saw the writing on the wall and saw OKC is about to become trash, and he wanted to get out of there before uh, it was too late. So well, that's something that, to think too, right? That well, that's just assumed. I think. Like, I think that you know, right? He's not these, saying. They've, they've, Russ and KD have obviously talked, and I think you know what they, you know what I think KD knows what Russell is thinking, and I think that you know that's just like you kind of deduce from that conversation, and this from you know from this uh, decision that. You know, Russell Westbrook probably doesn't have a five-year plan in Oklahoma City. You're telling me if Russ sits down with Katie and he goes, I don't know, Kevin, I'm thinking of staying here for four years. You know, I'm going to move to a nicer house. You know, I, I really like it here. I like these fans. I'm staying here. Do you think Kevin Durant leaves for the Warriors? I don't think so. Their think play styles aren't, aren't necessarily the best for each other either. Yeah. But I, I, I mean, you saw Kevin Durant making fun of Steph Curry you know, in the post-game press conference last year. And uh, I think he rides and dies with Russ. I think he really enjoys That's his best friend. Russ. Yeah. Yeah, I huh? think I think that's his best friend. And I I, I find it right. hard to believe he didn't talk to Russ before he made the uh, the, the choice to go to, to Golden State. Um, but we could talk about this for a very long time. And I, I would like to make this a relatively short one because I know you got to get going relatively soon, uh, Kenny. But before we do, can we get into some Knicks talk? Do you have a little time? Absolutely. Let's talk about the next. Well, you know, as you know, uh, Derek Rose is there. They signed Joe Kim Noah uh, before the weekend started. They at least agreed to him. Nobody can officially sign till July 7th when the moratorium ends. Um, but they also got Courtney Lee on a four-year, $48 million deal. And uh, they signed Brandon Jennings last last night on a one-year deal for $5 million. And they also... I keep saying also because they made a lot of deals. Lance Thomas, four years, uh, $27 million approximately. Uh, they, they had his early bird rights so they could go over to Cap to sign him. And they unfortunately, they had to rescind the uh, qualifying offer to Langston Galloway, who's now a UFA, an unrestricted free agent. So anybody can, can give him an offer without the Knicks having to match it. But he's still a possibility as well. Kenny, what do you think of the moves, uh, of the moves our Knicks made? So... <laughs> The, the Knicks have had a very active offseason. First of all, I'd like to say that I think Phil Jackson's really been putting in work this offseason. Uh, you know, I think the Nets have also had a very good offseason, and some say maybe the Knicks should have had the Nets offseason. I would disagree a little yeah, bit there. Nah. But I, look, nah. I mean, they got Courtney Lee on a discount, right? That's great. Joakim Noah helped there. The Joakim Noah deal, very skeptical about that. I'm not in love with the four years, uh, maybe a two-year deal at that, at that rate. He's got a lot of money. For a four-year deal and, and a guy who could easily break down and hurt his shoulder, uh, yeah, there's so many problems last year. Uh, the Derrick Rose trade's good. I think you know Robin Lopez really the only player you give up there. Jaron Grant it, it was a nice player, but I think his ceiling is probably his like ceiling is a fringe starter in the league. So you know you're, you're trading it with point guards. You just traded Jaron uh, Grant and Jose Calderon. You flip those guys for Brandon Jennings and Derrick Rose. I think that's a, that, that's a win there. Uh, I'm a little higher on Brandon Jennings than most, 
I love uh, Brandon. Not Jones. sure what he. I, I, I like him. I think he's an interesting player. He's going to be very exciting to watch. I'm not sure what he what he'll be able to give the Knicks. But I mean, look for five million dollars. You do that. You uh, take a shot on Brandon Jennings. Um, Especially with and the then cap. yeah, the Courtney Lee deal. That's a great rate that they got on Courtney Lee. They got him at a discount. Uh, he is a very solid player. I think Knicks fans are going to love Courtney Lee. He shoots threes. He plays defense. He, he's just a he's a, a he's like. You know, a little more flashy Lance Thomas, a kind of a better Lance Thomas, because right. Lance Thomas grew into a good shooter, better shooter than Lance Thomas. But Thomas grew into a shooter last year, and Lance Thomas, I'll tell you guys, could have gotten more money, uh, a lot more money, I think, than he got from the Knicks. Thomas thing at 427 is incredible for the Knicks. I, I, I think that. he's a great player. Right, I really he's do. He's a great player. He plays defense. I think he and I, I think he really likes playing for the Knicks. He's built some relationships there. That's what he said. Uh, I believe on the Players Tribune. So they, the Knicks have made a lot of good value deals. I think that there's that there's a it's a low risk high reward on Brandon Jennings. I think it's a relatively low risk high reward deal on Derrick Rose. Although obviously you'll say, well, the risk is you just lost Robin Lopez, uh, a good player on a good contract for Derrick Rose. Um, it's it's not as it's not a catastrophically high risk. I would say it's relatively low. Um, and you know, again, like he doesn't work out, he's gone after a year. You move on. You sign Russell Westbrook next year. Um, but no, and then and the thing, thing, you know, <laughs> right? No, I, I, you know, it, it, and it's and it's funny to think of because like who would ever want to play for the Knicks? But you know, that's their plan right now. I think is is they would probably go after Russ next year, and then you have Langston Galway. Who you know? I think he can still resign over. They can go over the cap to resign Langston Galloway because they have his bird rights. So I'm not too worried about him leaving. I think that the Knicks want to keep him. I think they they kind of need to because they need a stable two guard, a uh, guy who can maybe play the one a little bit. And uh, I think they'll ultimately bring him back. I'm not sure what kind of deal. And then today they just got Mendaugus. Kuzminskis. Yeah, you're telling me uh, about it. Sounded him. like I, I I did not just sneeze. That is his name, <laughs> and uh, he's 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 a lot of teams wanted him. The Lakers were after him. The Cavs were after him. The Spurs, uh, very good Lithuanian guard who uh, okay. played well in Spain. Uh, I like him. I think he's going to be good. I think that uh, they Spain? put him in, you know in the rotation there. So does do you think there's any connection with Porzingis and playing in Spain? Do they know each other? Uh, I'm not sure. Um, I, I haven't looked, honestly, I have not looked into it. I have not looked at, uh, or I think he was, sorry, he was playing in Istanbul. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. So, no, so he was not, he was playing for the, uh, the Rissasaka Dogus. I don't even going to try to pronounce the name, but yeah, no, I, I, uh, I, he might've played in Spain. Uh, so, or maybe he even played there more recently. I'm not really sure. Hey. But uh, I, I just I know I've been hearing good things. I've been hearing there's a lot of interest in him, so that's good. I agree with everything you said. I really do. I, I actually like all the moves Phil made. I'm not saying that because I'm, I'm a Knicks fan. I'm saying it because I really thought they were just wise, low-risk moves, except for Joakim Noah. But everybody's talking about how much better offensively this team's going to be. How much better defensively are they going to be? They have a leader in the front court finally with Noah, the first time they've had that since Chandler left. Um which was not long ago, one year. Um, but they actually have a real leader, a guy who can really talk. We've seen Melo play so much better when he has vocal guys on the team, guys who can kind of take command. They have a guy to get, that can get to the basket. And, and you know, they have these 3 and D guys, Lance Thomas, Courtney Lee. Justin Holiday is a guy people are overlooking in that Bulls trade. He can really play. I'm really hoping Hornacek gives him some minutes. If he does get minutes, if if all these guys work out, if they stay healthy, and I know that's a huge if, the Knicks could be a top five team in the East. 
I look at the I, Knicks. I, I, I think so. I look at the Knicks, and you guys talk about them making all these signings, and it's definitely. I mean, it's true they're better than I think they have been in recent memory. But I really think that Phil Jackson's playing a game of chess right now, and he's acquiring talent at low cost. And Russell Westbrook, I think, is a big deal. I think Oklahoma City is going to end up trading Russell Westbrook because they don't want to lose him for nothing. Boston and, should make a move for him. And the Knicks could potentially ha- be gathering these assets. Well, let me just say this. Kenny, if I said to you, would you trade Porzingis and Rose to OKC right no, now no, no, for no, 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 no. Russell Westbrook <laughs> in the hope no, that Russell Westbrook no, would resign no. because those are the kind of talks that are happening right now. That the, that, 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 That's on the one hand, rumors they to... that the fans are floating. No, in. but I want, on one hand, you're right. These players will make them better, but we all know at the same time these players are not going to give them a championship. They need to make that next step. So doing something like that would be that next step, and that's what they need to do. So they're better than they were last year, but they're not good enough to win a championship, especially with Kevin but... Durant going to Golden State. So that's something else needs to be done. Yeah, but Russell Westbrook also, I don't think, you know, you take away Porzingis and add Westbrook. Like, I don't think that makes you into a championship team. I think ultimately their play is more long-term, and I think that that's with Porzingis. I don't think they're moving Porzingis for anything. That would be no. like the Timberwolves. Presty would do that. Carl Anthony Towns, who's probably the next Tim Duncan. Like, I just you don't do that. I don't think you trade Porzingis for anybody. The other thing, if, it, if Russell Westbrook was like 24 or 23, a little different. Been yeah. trading uh, for him now. He's 27. And I think, like, even Blake Griffin, right? Like, there were Blake Griffin rumors last year. Blake, well, well Blake Griffin was 26. 27 now. Like, I, they are on the young side, but ultimately, I'm not doing that deal. Porzingis is 21. Like, you don't trade a guy who's that good that early, who's got that high a ceiling, um, who could turn into a top five player in the league for a top five player right now. I think you just proved my point for me because I think that. The the Knicks don't win a title in these next two years, and I don't think uh, with any move. Like I don't think you could trade Porzingis for anybody, you know. Unless it's LeBron. Could, I mean, because you're, you're you're not well, you're not getting LeBron for Porzingis, <laughs> so you can't you know can't you can't or, or Grant for that matter or Curry. So those are the three guys that could change your team into a championship team. I don't I really don't think I don't see it as uh, as they can make any sort of move that would win them a title now. So it's better to play long-term. But they, they, I also will they say, I, I did just look 16. it up, and Kuzminskis did play in Spain, so I'm not a total idiot. I was <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah. Well, Kenny, I guess the last thing I'll ask you, is there anything else you want to see the Knicks do? I think uh, I think the biggest thing would be bring back Langston Galloway because I don't think he's going to cost the Knicks that much money. Uh, they can go over the cap to sign him. There's no reason not to bring him back uh, because – you know they have they will be able to like they couldn't fit a Dwayne Wade for example because they only have about I think a million or they might not even have a million left in cap space but they can go over the, the salary cap to sign Langston right. Galloway so to me that's a no brainer I don't think he's going to ask for that much money um, and uh, he's a guy who's defensive and you, you know you were talking about defense I think that they need to load up on defensive guys I'm not so sure that Derrick Rose is going to be able to guard a lot of point guards you need a guy like Langston Galloway who just plays hard on both ends and. Uh, I mean, to me, I don't really know if there are any. I mean, besides Willie Erdon Gomez, we talked about before the show. I love him. They that, need him. I, I would like to see the Knicks bring over. I think he wants to come over. They're going to have to negotiate a, a semi-cheap deal with him uh, to fit him onto the roster, to fit him onto the cap. But uh, I think if they can add those two guys to, to the acquisitions they just made, I'm not really so sure. The Knicks are definitely going to be, I think, a top-five team in the East. Not sure they make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Not sure if they make it out of the first round. <laughs> they're going to the playoffs, and they're going to be a really interesting team to watch. They're just going to be fun. They're going to be chucking up threes. Brandon Jennings will have a 50-point game at one point. Next <laughs> game they'll have two, and that's just the season it's going to be.
Kenny, thanks so much for coming on, man. Keep up the tremendous work at SI.com. You're making us proud here at the station. Um, I just appreciate everything. God, you guys are making me proud continuing <laughs> on the podcast. I appreciate the uh, the call. Anytime you guys need to talk basketball, I'm here, man. Good to talk to you guys. Thanks, man. Thanks, KD. <laughs> <laughs> There you have it, everybody. Kenny Ducey from SI.com, WFUV grad. Oh, Fordham grad, but WFUV guy. Uh, he's the man. He's the, he's the guy who started this all. You grad. This is a school. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's a, a school, a, man. institution here. This is a fraternity, essentially, right? It's the <laughs> FUV frat. Um, great, great talking to him, as always. Uh, he knows everything you can possibly know about the NBA, what's happening. Um, great insight from him. You know, guys, I, I know we talked a lot about Durant. Um I don't know if you guys said it. Uh, are they your front runners now to win the championship? Yeah, they have to be. I mean, Vegas itself, uh, an organization or whatever that makes money off of betting, is giving them ridiculous odds. They're giving out bets like literally Golden State versus the field, which they usually don't do. That being said, Kenny's point about the adjustment, that is true. Now, I think their adjustment's going to be a lot easier than, than, than Miami's was. A lot easier than Cleveland's was, but that still will be a thing. And I will not be surprised. I'm I, this might not be a bold prediction, but I won't be surprised if they win uh, less games than they did even last year because they just there's going to be some growing pains. I uh, definitely no. I, I think you know. Well, one to win seventy seventy two and seventy three games. That's hard. It's not something you do back to back, you know. But uh, I think they're they're the front runner in the West for sure. To me, as a biased LeBron fan, you can never, you know, you can never over. You Imagine never if under- he came back and they Cleveland beats them again in Trust the finals. You ne- I would never shut up about it because LeBron. You can never underestimate what LeBron <laughs> can do. But honestly, though, this is, I mean, this is a great team. They're definitely the favorite, you know, to to come out the West and to win. But you know, we're gonna see what happens. The chemistry, like you said, I think it will be smoother than most people think. But hey, we can't put nothing past. It's them. also an insurance policy, right? Cause we yeah. kept, I mean, Steph Curry's health. Although he's been healthy recently, he's never been a dependable thing. So That's true. at Very this, true. so now like he he went out in the first round of the playoffs this year. So now this time that happens, Kevin Durant's there, and Kevin, Kevin Durant, Durant to me is a better player than Steph Curry. I say I'll say it here. Oh, I think good. LeBron James is better than Steph Curry, and I think Kevin Durant's better than Steph. Disrespectful. Curry. That's I'm not disrespectful. That's just, That's just very <laughs> Steph Curry's game is not That's as well-rounded very, as those guys. Right. If you oh, want to yeah, see him, I mean, sh- and I like well-rounded players. I like a superstar in defense. No, I, he's not as tall as Durant. Yeah, but he but can't. Okay, we're not going to get into this discussion. Yeah. What I'm trying to say <laughs> is that this is great for Golden State. It makes them the favorites in the league. Cleveland is going to have – this is going to be like a superpower. Jedi versus Sith, if you want to go to something like Star Wars. It's going to be two big superpowers. And I, I, if I want to make a bold prediction, it's going to be another rematch of Cleveland versus the Warriors. Yeah, that's the not very bold, final. but I, I agree It's not you. bold, but, <laughs> but. – it's, it's just a, a, a prediction. <laughs> another bold worst. prediction, water is wet. Yeah, I know. But yeah. So. I, I guess I, I'm I'm going Warriors. I mean, I don't. I, they're shooing the win if, if you're asking me. You can't have enough guys who can put the ball in the hole. I mean, they I'll have be rooting everybody. for the Heat, though. Um, oh, I'm sure you will. <laughs> uh, although they have Dwayne Wade, come on, back a very home. small chance right now of even making the playoffs if they don't get Wade. Good I know. Luck. No, they'll make the playoffs. I hope Chris Bosh comes back. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Although we lost Tyler Johnson. Yeah, well, they didn't did. lose oh. Tyler Johnson. Just, just They're to inform people, that money. the Nets, uh, uh, he agreed to an offer sheet with the Nets of uh, four years, $50 million. Then the Heat can match the deal, they um, especially if if Wade leaves. I think they can match it even if Wade stays. I, I could be wrong about that. Nice. But um, 
you know, lots in the air right now for, for Pat Riley and the Heat. Um, and we'll be back to talk about it all, recap free agency. Uh, there's plenty more to, to talk about this summer. Christian um, will be back with his Kevin Durant jersey, I'm sure, already on its way. <laughs> I mean, I'm a Knicks fan. I'm, I'm, I'm ordering my Porzingis jersey. <laughs> I don't have one yet. <laughs> it could be one of those reversible ones, yeah, the flip ones, right? <laughs> I used to do that, practice ones. Knicks on I one side, Warriors on the other. <laughs> <laughs> for Mania Day and Reed Order, I'm Christian Goey. Thanks so much for joining us.